victory. We are the sore losers. What up? What up? Welcome back. I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. I'm going to run the show. Some people are going to agree with my opinion. Some people call me an ignorant idiot, but either way, I know the sports. And so I'm going to talk about them. Yeah, what up? It's Ray. I missed another lock last night. I said Lions minus seven. I think they got boat raced by 40. Man, did I miss on that one, guys. I am in the cellar right now. If I need to get to 80%, I've got to start picking some winners, and that's going to start today. Eddie? My name is Eddie. I probably don't know the least about sports, but I'd say the more we're doing this podcast, I'm learning, guys. I'm learning about sports, and before you know it, I may know more than all you guys. And we're like top 100 in the podcast world in sports. Top 50, my man. Is that, is that yeah! impressive? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's impressive. I mean, there's, I, I, there's TV shows what? that aren't even as high as us in right, sports. Right, because people watch the TV show. Right, but they also <laughs> are doing other things during the day, so they would still listen to it on podcasts. Hey, I'm excited. I'm excited we're in the top 50. It's amazing. And it's all because of you guys. You guys that downloaded it. Thank you, man. Oh, I thought you were about to say us. Hey, thank listen you. Dude, I appreciate us. that. We really do appreciate it. I thought he was about no, to say it's I, all because of Ray, Ray and oh, Eddie. he's I'm not like, talking about us? <laughs> No, I said it's the people that download it. <laughs> oh, okay. And they're rating it. That's a huge thing. Yes, when you rate it, all that, we really do appreciate it. It's Give amazing. us those little five stars and then say something about it. But be honest. Like if it, No, no, no. No, no, be honest. Say you like it. You <laughs> 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 know what I'm saying? Say you love it. We're the best thing you've heard on podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter, Sore Losers Show on Twitter. And, and Instagram, Sore Losers Podcast. Yeah, I think we should just promote one and then link the. I don't know. Maybe it gets confusing. I'm thinking about starting a Facebook page, too. Okay, I I like it. Uh, Okay, so let's just jump right into it. I don't have a game today. I was just so excited about Monday Night Football last night that I have so so much to talk about. Don't worry, my friend. I got you covered. I have a game. Okay. Did you hear about Dustin Johnson and uh, Wayne Wayne Gretzky's uh, daughter? Okay, don't do this fake radio thing. I told you about that this morning no, at 4 a.m. Lunchbox, I, have you heard about this? Uh, did you not? Yesterday we were supposed to get to it when oh. I said on the schedule it said Trouble in Paradise. <laughs> You're oh. the worst at setting something up. Have you guys heard about this story? <laughs> No, after Monday Night Football, I have it written down. But Dustin I didn't know Johnson th- is back on the market. Oh, I didn't see that. Dustin did Johnson's you send a back today? No, today? I didn't send it out because... Well, then I, how did you expect us to see that? Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh. But you, what was your game? So my game was, uh, would you pick um, her, what's her name? Paulina Gretzky. Paulina oh Gretzky. God. You are the worst of the game. Would you pick her or her? No. Good. Paulina Gretzky or Wayne Gretzky? To What? What? Um, uh, date, hang out with, uh, play hockey, whatever. <laughs> Just whatever, whatever is, is you that want. Really, your question? You have lost your mind. That wasn't a good game. <laughs> well, you didn't come prepared. I thought I'd come something off the dome, dude. Like, hey, so Dustin Johnson, no, Paulina Gretzky, no, they're no I, more. Don't act like it was off the dome. You said, don't worry, I got a game for you. Would you take her? Or um, um, that's the dome or, working. Or Wayne Gretzky. But you act like you had a game prepared. No, no, no. I got you covered like off the dome. I thought you were going to say, would you take Paulina? Do you know what off the dome means? I thought you were going to say Paulina Gretzky or the socialite that he cheated with. The socialite didn't look that hot. I didn't think so either. That's exactly what I... What is her... Pull up a picture. I couldn't tell you her name. Google you just said Dustin socialite. Johnson, okay, socialite. Dustin Johnson socialite. socialite. <laughs> and you can tell me your name. God, how but, terrible would be that person? And socialite means it's somebody that's very social. They're in the Instagram world. They're also a model, probably. They travel. They're well-versed. Probably come from money. Is that's really what, what socialite that means. means. They just hang out at Her name parties. is Yassi Safai. Yeah, pull up images of her because ah, yeah, the yeah, couple yeah. images I saw, I didn't think was that attractive compared to Paulina Gretzky. Aye, aye, aye. I think yes, Paulina Gretzky is smoking. Sarah, what's her name? 
Paulina Gretzky. Yeah. You didn't say that right the first time. I got you covered. She though. is a smoke show. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolute bombshell. So maybe I didn't look at enough pictures of this. But we're gonna. I, I, do you see her? I, I don't know. Time and time again, is. we've There's seen so many... with all these athletes, people. They don't when they cheat or they go to another person. It's not as hot or attractive. Exactly. The Tiger person w- you're with is the hottest. It's Tiger Woods, the Perkins yep. waitress. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the oh the maid. The maid. Oh, my I'm, I want to say Roger Clemens. I hope I'm right with that one. Roger Clemens. What are you talking about? No. I don't think you can say that because I don't think that happened. Oh yeah, dude. No way. Paulina Gretzky for sure more than this chick. Who? Why, what? What were you thinking about? Right? Who else? Has, I mean. There's so many. It's crazy. oh yeah, Tiger and all the the hundred chicks. You just said that. Oh, oh my gosh! This podcast is off to a good start. Sorry, today. dude. I was looking up Yasisa Fai. But what it is is Tiger has so many at his disposal. I mean, that's what it is. It's just at the disposal. Hold on though. Hold on though. Did, does Paulina Gretzky play golf? I don't care. Yeah, because this one plays golf. Who so cares? obviously he was having fun playing golf. Someone that shares interests with him. Maybe there was nothing in common with him and uh, except Gretzky. for that they have a kid and. But they're not been, married. They've been engaged for like a year. But they're not married. Yeah. So it's okay. I think he. It's. I mean, I think it's better that they're not married, and he made that decision now or whatever. So did she get busted? How did this work? How? What happened? I'm not quite sure. I just know that over the weekend she removed Paulina Gretzky removed all images of Dustin Johnson off her Instagram and social media. She still followed him, but removed all. Dude, Wayne Gretzky's gonna kick his ass. No, Wayne Gretzky would get crushed. What? Anytime yes. you clean the Instagram of all the pictures, that means it's over. Yes, sort of like when you're you, you, <laughs> Thanks, you play Ray. for a team and you clean your Instagram. Ooh, well, not looking good. Yeah, it's official. Hey, and I got some stuff with Roger Clemens, so I'm good. Oh, what you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With, it was back in the day, boys. We're talking like seven years ago or more. He was cheating? It was an affair. With? Tabloids rolled with oh. it. Oh, Some chick that wasn't as attractive as who he was currently with. With what artist? It was an artist, wasn't it? Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. You don't want to who say is it? it? Mindy? Mindy McCready. Mindy McCready. Oh, R.I.P. Rest in peace. Yeah. I, that's right. She, she that's overdosed. A, sort of like David Beckham. Supposedly he cheated with on Posh Spice a long time ago. With? Randoms. It's got to be hard, dude. It's got to be hard being oh. a dude like David Beckham. Uh, like, really? Like, you know, okay, you're married to the hottest girl ever, but you're the the sexiest dude on the planet. Like, every girl... Every girl is throwing themselves. That's hard. It it has to be impossible. Well, it's sort of like, but same thing for women. When you're a famous hot woman, every guy is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it's tough. It has to be tough to be in a relationship and be that famous. It is. And then people are like, oh, they have kids or whatever. It doesn't make it any easier. Like, it's just hard. Actually, kids make it harder. What? what? Because you're fighting at home and then you're out and you don't have the kids and this good looking chick's like, hey, you're like, woo-hoo. But these things never end well. So they you have to no, know no, in the no. back of your head, hey, I like that temptation, but I've seen way too many movies and lifetimes and true stories that this doesn't ever end good. But don't you think about that when you're taking a shot? Like, oh, I probably shouldn't take a shot, but no, because a shot. It. All my boys are here. We're taking a shot. I disagree because a <laughs> shot. I've taken plenty of shots and it's ended well plenty of times. So I don't know what the difference. Dude, with the affair be. thing, it's always two years down the road. Up, oh, she found out three years down yeah. the road. They always find out. You're right. So I'm it's taking Paulina Gretzky. I'll go Wayne Gretzky. I don't know. Are we choosing the career of No, their? We're, we're talking the two girls. He can have Wayne oh. Gretzky. He, sort of like, <laughs> Ray, when you weren't here one day. Dumbest game ever. I, I'll take Wayne. I he mean, talked just about you imagine how he made out with, with him? Did you hear the one about he made out with a chick because she looked like Joe Montana? 
No, but I saw some comments enough to know that why he was would talking you, about something crazy. Why would you not listen to our podcast? It doesn't matter. Whatever. He hey, he was he was sick that day. He was not feeling well. I understand. I'm just letting you guys know if I miss a day, I'm gonna go back and listen because I, I care about you guys. I really did intend to listen to it, but then work piles up and next thing you know it's this high. Yeah. And I was like, screw the podcast. I got you. Yeah. All right, Monday Night Football. It all starts with three hits, three chords. Have you seen the commercial that says something? Yeah, it goes, it's the only thing in the history of the world that only needs three chords. God, that's so exciting. I love that sound. It is so awesome. And let me tell you, last night I was looking forward to it. Ray's lock of the week, lock of the night was the the Lions minus seven. (laughs) So people, when we talk about this, because a lot of people don't understand the gambling aspect. Thank you. So let's let's break this down. When we say the the Lions, let the gambler break it down. Okay. What? When I said Lions minus seven, they had to win the game by seven. Right. And they didn't. They lost the game by forty-seven. So I was not only wrong on that bet, folks, I was a landslide wrong. You probably weren't in that game if you bet it with me ever. No, I think there's terms that people don't really understand. Right, like that's what the I, spread. The spread the is over under. That's why I don't say it. I say they have to win by seven. I make it simple. It's it's just like this. So say the Lions are <laughs> the Lions are minus seven. So that means Las Vegas thinks the Lions are gonna win by seven points or more. So when you the game is over, you take seven points away from the Lions score. If they still won, you, you won win. your bet. If they if they are after you take that seven points away, they are losing, you lost your bet. That's how it works. Now where I get a little confused is on the amount of money that you win. Like uh you put down a hundred to win whatever. How do you figure that out? Okay, it's if, usually even. You loot, there's juice, so you got to pay the bookie, the casino website, ten dollars. Yes. you bet a hundred to win ninety, so you end up cashing out a hundred ninety. Is that usually what it is? Yeah, yes. usually if you look at next to their name, the the team name or whatever, yeah. it'll say minus one ten or minus one twenty five. That means you have to bet a hundred and ten dollars to win a hundred, or you have to bet a hundred and twenty five dollars to win a hundred. Got it? Because there is, like he said. The casino takes the juice, so it's never really even. You don't really bet a hundred to win a hundred. You have to bet a little bit more because they're taking a little bit of it. But if you have gambling questions, you can tweet us uh, sore loser show on Twitter. We'll try to explain it a little more. And then the over under. The over under is Vegas sets a number where you combine the two scores, and if you believe it's going to be over that or under that. So at the end of the game, let's say the over under is fifty four. You add the two scores. If it's over fifty four, the over wins. Or if it's under. The underwinds. That's it. And last night, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Monday Night Football could not have started worse for Darnold. I mean, he, the first pass, uh, throws an interception. They run it back for a touchdown. And I thought, oh, boy, here we go. This is about to be a disaster. And can I say I am so impressed how he picked himself up off the mat and he looked really good. He looked. Uh, Do you look great? No. Oh yeah. Just checking. No, he didn't look great, but a lot of quarterbacks Really good is less than good. Got it. Yes, a lot of quarterbacks would have folded. He his first What's start, the best thing a, a quarterback like a player could look like? Like if great is really good, what's like the the the, the no, max? No, they can look great. Amazing? What? Like I'm trying to figure out your wording. Like No, no, you like, say what, every player's great. No, and, like and say just, like, but but for example, let's say last night they looked if they did A plus, what is that word? That's great. Okay. If the team won by over 30 points. I would say the quarterback was great. 
Well, that's see, see, see. This is why I'm asking. See, that's you guys. why you were as, as a coach. You would be so annoying because you're never happy. No, no, no. As a coach, I would go in the locker room <laughs> and be coach, like, "Coach, as a co-host, guys, you do, you he's do always under, annoying, never happy." You do understand <laughs> that there was like two pick sixes that Matthew Stafford. So it wasn't all. I, I, that's but, what I'm saying. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to break down the the, the language that you're using. I want to know when you can say great. I want to know when you can say awesome. I want to know when you can say really good. You can say and it whenever you terrible. want. You can say it whenever you want. But throwing out great after one week is just not I, – I don't do that. I don't think a team is great after one week. They had a good game. So, yes, I, Sam Darnold impressed me last night because when he threw that pick six, his first throw in the NFL, I thought, oh, boy. It was his first throw. It was his first throw. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And so oh, I the thought – first throw of the night, yeah. I thought, oh, boy, we're in for a long night. His confidence is going to be shot, and it's going to be it's going to be ugly. And his parents were there. Yes. All the parents it, always go to these. But instead... Cue the crowd shot of the parents. Cool. They or, Anik, or Danica and Patrick. The, he went to the bench, and he said in his post-game interview, they said, he said, listen, I went to the bench, and someone pulled me aside and said, hey, Brett Favre threw an interception on his first pass. Get back out there. And he said, I was just like, you know what? All right, let's move on. Let's get it. Let's get it back. And he did. Played so well. I was so impressed. And I can see already the Browns and the Giants thinking... Dang, maybe we should have drafted that guy. Ah, uh, the Browns are fine with their boy. Uh, yeah, the baker, he's the, always gonna the be in there. Dude, you're fine with a man that can bake the pies the way that the baker does. You don't mess with the baker in what the does kitchen. What does that mean? I don't know. But if they're so fine, Do you, with you ba- mean in baker in literal sense? <laughs> but yes, so there, there's that. So Sam Darnold looked wonderful. He's good. <laughs> wonderful now. now. Holy crap! I've never heard you say wonderful. Is that better than great? Oh my gosh. So, on the opposite end of the spectrum. But he's lucky, though. Darnold's lucky that he was playing at Detroit. Because if he was in New York after that interception, they'd have been throwing crap at him. Luckily, he was at Detroit where they the place wasn't booing. even full. Instead, Detroit was booing, booing their own team. Own team. Everyone. Stafford, Patricia. They all wanted of them. them fire. Dude, I've they never seen that before. Fire. If you live in Detroit right now, break out that garbage bag and put it over your face, baby. One time Lions I was at a football. Cowboys game and like I was so pissed because that was the night Romo got hurt, broke his collarbone, and I was there and everyone just sat down and like just didn't move. I'm like, come on, everybody get up. Let's go. Let's do this. We're still in it. Everyone's throwing crap at me like, shut up. Like, sit down. Game's over. We suck. Dude, the Lions guys were like booing their own team. They were throwing trash on the field. Like, they hated themselves. It's crazy. There was even a picture of a kid holding a sign that said "Go Jets," and he had a Lions jersey on. <laughs> That's really funny. It was it was so awesome how quick the crowd turned on the Lions. That because sucks, man. I hate that. Be it a was fan. so bad. Yes, you're a fan. You you paid your money, so you're allowed to voice your displeasure well, no, with what I you see on the it. field. So my my thing is, after watching Matthew Stafford last night, all I can think is he is just he he to me is like a stripper. Okay. Excuse me. Yes, you walk into What's a that? you walk into a strip club, mm-hmm. and you see her, and you're like, man, she's it. She's got the whole package. She's beautiful. This is what you do when you. This go to is a strip amazing. Club? She's amazing. Man, Stafford, he diamond. Looked, she's hot. He looks she's like perfect. the ultimate quarterback. Got a strong arm, which Ray loves. If you have a strong arm, Ray loves you as a quarterback. Welcome down, cinnamon. Hey, so, stage number three. Turn it. If you guys like what you saw from Sugar, she'll be on the side stage. Oh, yeah. So, you see the stripper, and you think she's the whole package. Then you get her out in the light, 
Oh. After the club closes, you're going to go get some hey, After it's, oh, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. The bar is closing. Yes, you get cinnamon outside. <laughs> Ladies, grab those $1 bills. <laughs> There's no <laughs> banks open tonight. You're going to have to spend that money. <laughs> so you get cinnamon outside, and you see her in the light. Who is actually taking cinnamon outside after those Yeah, no one. Everybody in no, that no, bar I, thinks they're going to take cinnamon. I want him to keep going with his analogy, yes. but if anybody's out there and you've actually hung out with a stripper after the strip show... Cinnamon's oh not going gosh. anywhere You're with you. Loser. But go ahead with your analogy. Anyway... <laughs> You get her. You want to get cinnamon out of that light? You get her out in the light, and you realize cinnamon is not all you thought. Oh, she has some little hail damage on the back of the legs. Her hail face. damage. Yeah, that's cottage cheese. Yeah, it's hail damage. What strip clubs are you going to? I, that, no, no, see, that's what I'm saying. Inside the strip club, you don't realize it. You the, on first sight. You got cottage cheese. Those light, dim lights, you can't see the hail damage. On fir- at first sight, you're like, oh, that's beautiful. Sort of like Matthew Stafford. Oh, he's a prototypical awesome quarterback. Then you start investigating. You're like, eh, you start looking at Cinnamon, and there's some flaws. You don't like her personality. Matthew Stafford is Wait, cinnamon. now you're having coffee with Cinnamon. You're getting to know Cinnamon a little bit in the light. Yeah. The personality. I said you're having drinks. Oh, man. Yes. Matthew Stafford is that. God this help dude, you if you take a stripper for drinks. Let me tell you. Do you? <laughs> got problems. Matthew Stafford is, is like one of, one of the top five highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. Not worth it. Not worth it at all. Oh, hey, whoa, whoa, this is week one, dude. What are you doing? It's one game. Do you want to hear his Why rec- are you judging this guy on one game? He only threw four interceptions. You want to know why? In his career with against teams with winning records, he is 6-52. 6-52. and that is garbage. I hope somebody did that math for you and you didn't crunch those numbers. I, I read an article. You did it right okay. now. I saw him with the calculator. <laughs> that is telling Carry you. the one. When he is supposed to win the game. <laughs> Divided by seven. So if you're going against a team that is be- like supposedly better than you, you're not going to. Six and 52 and you're paying him $26 million a year. Ooh. Yeah, you know who screwed him? Megatron just leaving the team. That'll screw a quarterback. <laughs> it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Even with Megatron there. Megatron was still he there was, when yeah, he's going he sit in his career rate. A team with a winning record. Even with Megatron, he won six times. They need to go that six backup. Six and 52. Sorry, but I could spend my $26 million elsewhere. Get a different quarterback for $15 million mm-hmm. and move. It is time to move on. He's never won a playoff game. Six and 52. Guys, he is what he is. He looks good. And everybody thinks he's a good quarterback because he puts up good fantasy numbers. He throws for a lot of yards, and he's going to throw for a lot of touchdowns. Did he throw for over 300 last night? He always does. That's what I, he I, always I, does I don't that even know how many yards he threw for, but that's what I'm saying is people see. He had to have thrown for a lot because they were down the whole game, so he had to have been throwing. I didn't watch the game. I was working, but I'm guessing he threw for a lot of yards. Do you lose yardage when you throw a pick six? Yeah, no. they minus they the should. yards. Carry the one. Minus. That's minus actually seven. interesting. They should take they totally it away. They totally should. It's the pick six. <laughs> take and it away. I, also, I think they should give interceptions to a wide receiver because if it hits off the wide receiver and they say the quarterback threw an interception, right? That's, that's always kind, kind of, of a deceiving. Rip-off. Yes, because yeah. it wasn't fair. Like, right. It was a perfect throw. Anyone's ball. Yes, but Stafford. I'm just saying. I, uh, Patricia. Stressing. Sweating bullets. He was supposed to be a pimp coming from the Patriots. Hey, that and that pencil never left the ear, dude. It was like sharp the whole night. The pencil flew from New England to Detroit. <laughs> I mean, hey, usually he writes his little notes. I think he gave up on life. He wasn't writing anything last night. Ah! Matthew Stafford, 286 <laughs> yards oh, last night. I was 14 yards away. Dang, dude. 
<laughs> but that's that not. But that's six. what I'm saying. People would see that and be like, "Oh yeah, I got 25 fantasy points." Oh, did yes. he throw a touchdown? He did throw. Then a touchdown. he did have a good fantasy game. Fantasy but the game. Lions suck, and that's what people no, see. No, because you lose two points or three points every interception. Who cares? Right? You got a touchdown that equals it out. Dude, he threw four picks. Oh, he did. He threw four four oh, picks. So it was a bad fantasy so, game. So bad fantasy game. If I, I if I'm the Lions, I'm looking for a way to get rid of Matthew Stafford and start over. Start over. It, it, he's just not it. Well, Detroit's in trouble because the Tigers suck too. You got a bad Detroit Tiger and you had a bad Detroit Lions. And the team. Red Wings, man, they're just and so the Pistons. Yeah, the Red Wings didn't make the playoffs either. That's terrible. I just, I'm sorry, Matthew Stafford. And people are gonna. I got into it with some not people to on Twitter the automotive last night. Company, the automotive industry, man. The no, it's on the rebound up there. Isn't is it? it? Oh, they've uh, been they've been no. rebuilding Detroit. They've been doing some uh, water quality. Still not where it needs to be. So that was Flint. Oh, it's not Detroit. And I don't think that's, that, a, that's a suburb. I don't away. think that's a good joke. I didn't say it's a joke. Just saying, like, Detroit's in a bad place. Oh. Not a joke. No, they got Eminem. He put Does out he a good still app. live there? Yeah. Eight Mile. Eight Mile. The song. No, he doesn't live in the Eight Mile. That's he's, where he's from. Yeah. He still lives in the trailer park? Yeah. Hmm. Didn't know that. You ever dri- driven by Eight Mile? No, Coach. I've never been Woo. to Michigan. You know the movie and how it always builds it up that it's scary? Well, you've been by the trailer park? Every time I go by Eight Mile, we take pictures, dude. Get out. It is scary. Do you have pictures that we can post? No, on my old iPhone that. Dang. Hey, always doesn't have it. Well, I mean, it's so, on Twitter. So do you believe on Lunchbox? No, no, I always <laughs> post it on Twitter when we pass Eight Mile when I'm get, coming from the no airport. Chance, right? No chance. You can drive right by Eight Miles, a long road. It's by the airport. Yeah, it's really close to the airport. I mean, I believe you because I don't know anything. You drive about it. down that road for a second, dude. Your heart, like the music, the moment you want it, you better never let go. Now you know hey. how that song was created because if he didn't create that song, he didn't get off that street you're driving on. B Rabbit. Yeah. What do you mean he didn't get off that street? That song got him off Eight Mile. You only get one shot. Do not miss it. No, he was seeing... he was already off Eight Mile. And then when you he, can't he prove that. that song. And you can't prove that. Really. But what I'm saying, is... you don't come out with a movie your first thing. You have to have album, album, and then the movie. But I'm saying you're thinking in your head. He took his shot and made it. All these other people, they only got one shot. You better lose it. You never let, let it go. go. Oh, they only got one shot. And all these but... other people. Missed their shot, but you don't know. He could have gone to community college if the whole rapping thing wouldn't have worked out. And who knows? He could have. He like, could have been the next Bill Gates. You only could've get been. one shot. If you miss it, go to community college. college. You better lose yeah. that. Oh, yeah. now, now I'm the manager at the restaurant making some money because <laughs> he, he like, worked at the power plant, man. Yeah. Up, down. Maybe running that power plant now. Up, so you don't know. Down. Up, down. You doing Karate Kid? Paint no. the fence. Up. Down. I'm doing eight miles. Wax on. Wax off. I was doing eight miles. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Do you not know when he's in the plant? Eminem when he was working. Marshall. I never saw the movie. I never saw Eight Mile. You haven't seen Eight Mile. I, I have bits Where and pieces. Where have you been? Bits and pieces. I saw that. I remember the the, the so scene. So you did you did a a Bobby cast with Bobby and talked about the greatest music. Yeah. That, well, that was movies. his pick. That was his pick. And you I've have never. never seen Eight Mile. Then you can't. You're you're discredited. That movie is so good. It's so good. I've seen parts of it. I remember the scene where he walks in the trailer park and Kim Basinger, his mom, like, Eight mile. some other dude, right? Yeah. That yeah I remember that. I re- you know where that was shot? Eight, Eight mile. mile. By the airport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he never got he got off that road because of that song. Yeah, that was because what, of the... That's what put yourself. him into... Yeah. You can I drive... Think, I think it was Slim Shady, dude, the one that got him out of Eight Mile. Yeah. Because wasn't that his first hit? You're a big Eminem fan, right, Lunchbox? Yeah, I don't know what you consider. I don't know how My you, name is... I don't know the exact song that got him off 8 Mile, but you always need to pay homage to 8 Mile because he that was his street, 
and he finally made it okay. out of that street. All right, let's let's do it. Start with Lunchbox. What street do you pay homage to now that you, I mean, look at you, dude. You're hosting the Sore Losers podcast. I'm you're, on the Bobby Bones Show. You're on the Bobby Bones Show. You're the MVP. All you do is win. What do you, what's, what do you pay homage to back home? Don't ever forget it. Go ahead. That's easy. Silver Creek, dude. That's where the LWC that sounds used to like, run. That sounds like a rich Silver street. Creek? That's like, a, you're ah! going to name your first rap album Silver Creek? That sounds like it's off of a golf course. Lose yourself. <laughs> I made a movie. It's called Silver Creek Golf Community. <laughs> mm, no, but that's where I grew up, and that's where the street, the streets we ran, and it shaped me. Nice. Nice. Ray? Dude, uh, mine was, I'm going to say Balconies. <laughs> Coach, all these sound like country clubs. Balcon- <laughs> hey, Balcones Little League. Balcones Little League is where I played sports. So Balcon- I mean, Balcones Golf Club was pretty nice in Austin. That's I mean, what I'm I'd talking play, about. I'd play Balcones. My place was Balcones. Yeah, I didn't play. I didn't live in there. Near there. Off 183? Yeah, that was like 15 minutes for me. That was other side of the track. Dude, oh, the, okay. the reason I know Balcones, that's where I was interning. That's where I was getting, I was still wet behind the ears. You know what I'm saying? What about you, Eddie? Lake James. Okay. Oh, okay. You lived on Everybody's the lake. Everybody's Silver Creek, a lake. You guys make fun of Silver <laughs> Creek. What's rich? <laughs> but but here's the thing. I lived in a really nice community. It's called Lake James. It's really really like. And then big, he's gonna say he lived in the back. Huge of Huge houses. But no no no. There was a fence, and I lived on the other side of the oh, fence. Okay. But guess who had access to that lake? Me. That's awesome. Yeah. Lake James. That's where it's at. Lose yourself. The moment. Are we touching another sports topic? Yeah, we're talking about. Let's talk about John Gruden. Chucky? Oh yeah, they got they got. I didn't think he'd be good. I didn't think he'd be good because uh, just listening to his commentary, it was, it was always dating himself. Like his every time he talk about stuff, it was like something they used to do in the nineties. Like, like I just felt like he's gonna come into the league. There's so many young coaches, especially last night. Like there's so many young coaches with new ideas that Gruden's just gonna get like just rolled over. I mean, he held his own last night though. I give it to him. He did. Yeah, thirty-three, thirteen. Yeah, because that didn't happen until the last. I mean, second, the fourth second quarter, half, fourth quarter, really. All these people that brought in all these hotshot coaches, they all get rolled. And Jim and Kelly, USC, UCLA. I mean, it's got to be rolled. hard commentating for how many years? Did, nine years, I believe. Nine years the in the booth, all, and then he's going to go back down and coach. Why like, did he do that? Yeah, new because they gave him a hundred million dollars. Why would oh, you yeah, not? My bad. I mean, hundred million dollars. Yeah, okay. I feel Sign like I feel like it's a lot of stress, man. <laughs> when he's doing the Gruden camps on ESPN, yeah. and he's like trying to teach the kid, and the kid's like, "I learned this in like middle That's school." That's what I'm saying, dude. All this stuff is so old school. <laughs> hey, hey, when you're throwing the ball, you want to always look over his shoulder. Serpentine, son. Yeah, that's what I always. This is the easiest stuff I've ever learned. <laughs> when you throw the ball, your first hand follows the ball. You got to put the left foot in front of the right. Well, no crap, Gruden. You gotta <laughs> use your foot. Tap your foot, and that'll that'll move the motion. Huh? Tap the foot. Huh? Uh, okay. All right. The, every quarterback looks at him like I've learned that a lot of times. This isn't the first time. Thanks for bringing me to Gruden camp. Yeah. Is this really going to be aired? Because that was a horrible. What did you think? What did you think, Lunch? I going in, I thought like you. Yeah. Gruden is outdated. He think, and, and I don't know if he was even that good of a coach back when he won a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's players down in Tampa, and every year they were there. He was there after that, and they got worse and worse and worse because he started making personnel decisions, sort of like trading away Khalil Mack. And last night after the game, they had two hits on the quarterback all night. And he said, yeah, we're going to have to go back and watch film and uh, evaluate, evaluate why we didn't get any uh, pressure on the QB. Uh, maybe because you traded the <laughs> number one. Chucky I, said that? Yeah, like what? what? I don't understand, but – and Derek Carr didn't help his didn't help him through three interceptions. Looked kind of bad. Didn't look good. Derek but Carr always kind of looks bad. 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> for the most part, he always looks bad. I always expect a lot out of him. Beast um, mode had a couple good runs. Oh, he, yeah. No, he had a beast mode. I saw beast a beast mode, mode highlight run where he for a carried touchdown, like right? six people into the end zone. Well, he got he got some help, but but, but I mean still, that's I mean that's crazy. That's when beast mode, beast mode, beast mode, beast mode. You're always at that party. The guy knows nothing about the NFL, but he's always like, Peace mode! Yeah, peace mode! Oh, what? I think it was that Super Bowl when Seattle was in the Super yeah, Bowl. And and I'm like, like, you, <laughs> always, you always look over at that guy. Do you know any other football player on the peace field? Mode! Peace mode! Okay, so you saw that on SportsCenter, so you know one <laughs> football player. And you get the group text if you're on group text with guys whenever. Last night, I got it. Peace mode! And I'm like, okay, guys. I was like, that was impressive, though. Yeah, it really was. Because it was. It is amazing to see him just... Dude, they, they pulled a picture from him, him in high school. Awesome. And dude, it was crazy. He looked like he had a big old smile, glasses. He kind of looked like Steve Urkel, like a rip Steve Urkel. But it's crazy to see him in high school. It, to me, you look at the picture and you see this happy kid, like funny, great personality. And then they smash cut to beast mode. Dude's got dreads tatted on his neck. I mean, the dude looks like he wants to kick your ass every time he sees you. Like, how does that personality change like that? And, or is it just the image? It's just the image. He's still a nice guy. Okay, so he plays it he up. He plays it up. He, I think he's really personable. Sort of like Greg Popovich. People think, oh, he's such a jerk because... He's kind of sarcastic and very short with the sideline reporters in the NBA when they interview him in between quarters. He just thinks it's dumb for you to have to inter- be interviewed in between I quarters. It. I get That's it, it. And everybody says when you talk to them, like Charles Barkley and all these other people say, besides that, he is the nicest guy in the NBA. I feel like anyone that has a neck tattoo is like a bad dude. Like he will just like. I'm scared of you. If you have a neck tattoo, face tattoo, you're stupid. Like, you're dumb. You have a face tattoo. Neck tattoo is like, you mean business. I agree with you on that. I feel like Beast Mode will just like. He has a neck tattoo? Yeah. He's got multiple neck tattoos. I don't feel, I feel like he's a nice guy though. But there are some people when they see, I see neck tattoo, I'm like, do not mess with that dude. Don't even look at him. And when you have a face tattoo, I think he's an idiot. You have no future. (laughs) Yes. No, for Yes. Unless you're going to be a, a, a musician. That's the only option. Even you then, have. then you better have hit after hit. Or you're going to work at the coffee shop. Yeah. That's it. A, a hipster coffee shop because you're not going to work anywhere else. You're not going to work at a place of business. Dell is not going to hire you to run anything. Well, and those people that got the sleeve tattoos on both arms, you're cool right now. I get it. It's all stylish. No, no, Everybody but that's in LA you does can that. Cover that. But when that's not in style, it sucks for you because you're going to look so dumb. No. Tattoos on the sleeve. The sleeves are coming in. They used to be taboo and not allowed. Right, I'm saying now, they're now, in. Just imagine you walk into a meeting with Charles Schwab, or I don't even know what they do at oh, Charles. Oh yeah, Charles. Schwab. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you walk in like, oh yeah, I'm here for. My, I have a three thirty appointment with Jackson or Charles. Yeah, and so they take you back and you walk in, and Jackson sent me out of desk. And he's got face tattoos. Eh, I'm out. The dude's name is Jackson. I'm just trying to come up with a name. That works at Charles Schwab and has face tattoos. No chance you could ever walk into a business like that and them have face tattoos. What I think is funny is that you're gonna ha- in 50 years you're gonna have grandpas with sleeves like all wrinkled. Like everyone oh. that thinks they look cool now in 50 years you're gonna be in a walker I want to see an and a wheelchair year- with like sleeves. Okay, have you seen an 80 year old guy with tattoos? No, yes. I haven't. I want to oh know what they God. look like. An anchor. He's got like an anchor and maybe like a rose and a girl and, and he flexes and he, you can see her. Yes, or mom on his bicep. Like they don't have sleeves the sleeves are gonna look funny on old people go just go to the <laughs> gas station in a rougher part of town and you see old people get out of their cars and their skin is all saggy and they have tattoos it looks terrible 
Yeah, so but you, they don't have sleeves is what I'm saying. And you saying. know the dumbest but thing it, about tattoos? I would actually consider getting a tattoo, but you know every couple years you have to get it redone and darkened? Or else it, li- it, fades, out, it fades out. That Sunlight. is the dumbest thing. Why would So you have to re-get the tattoo? Wait, do you have tattoos? No. Lunchbox, do you have tattoos? Never. I thought I about either. getting it, but then people told me, yeah, they fade, and every couple years you have to get them touched up. I'm like, what? What would you get if you were to get one? Have I always wanted to get my last name on my back. Okay. Slater. I want to get an old English, look awesome. You wouldn't do it like Kelly Slater does with an eight because he's an eight world champion? I could do that as well. Something cool like that, but then I totally... Did he retire? Because what if he yeah. gets a nine? I don't think he surfs anymore. I mean, I don't know anything about surfing. He might, he might, but I don't think... I don't, I, I don't know how you know that about Kelly Slater. because well, Dude, he was the world champ for years. But I, <laughs> I, I'll say... Man, and that was his logo. It was SL and the, le- the we number get it. eight. SL8 Tur. We get that yeah. eight is a, also with a, with like little, AT. With a little crown on top of the eight for okay. all those triple crowns. Uh, but Eddie uh, gave me the shirt. It was actually a very generous gift. Yeah, I got that in Hawaii, dude. It's an awesome shirt. And so you, Lunchbox, have you ever thought about getting a tattoo? Never in my life. And I, and I would almost say a majority of the population doesn't look good in tattoos. No. The, there are so, some no. badass guys who are jacked. They look so cool no, in tattoos. I'm going to tell you what. There but are I'm telling some you, girls that, that I love when they have a sleeve. I mean, it is so freaking hot. So freaking hot. Yeah. Does your wife have a sleeve? Are we talking a full sleeve up to the, like... That's fine. But there are some girls that I see a tattoo and I'm like, wow, that looks great on you. Okay. Absolutely. There, there are people who look good in tattoos. I'll tell you from my standpoint, no. I don't. Unless I'm tan, I don't look good in a guys, tattoo. Guys, guys, if tattoos are cool, it's body art. It's awesome. But when you're 50 years old or 80 years old, it's gonna look terrible. But Eddie, for you, when you're at the pool with your kids, I get summer's kind of coming Dude. to an end. But when you're at the pool with the kids and you got a tattoo, wouldn't you feel a little bit more badass? Because you're just kind of like dad no, bod, no, dad bod. No. I got my kids. What if you had a tattoo? No, dude. I've seen some of the parents that have tattoos, and you can just be, oh, got that spring break. It sucks. Sorry. <laughs> like they're not proud. I of don't their know. Tattoos. I would think you'd be a little bit more badass at the pool. You're drinking, you got a tattoo, instead of you just Eddie Dad. Like that mom with a butterfly on the back. Like it's <laughs> like, oh man, it's good thing it's on her back because she probably forgot she has that butterfly, but we're all seeing it. I don't mind. Like, I, I get maybe getting a tattoo on your shoulder, a little bit on your arm, but like when you get them all over your chest, like girls, like it just does. Like, <laughs> I almost want to say that's when the like people, rib cage, be- like, people oh. become addicted. That's not that yeah. they, they hey, just end up doing There was a guy time. in my old neighborhood that I lived at. He would ride his bike with shirtless and he had a tramp snap. The small of his back, he had some tribal Stop. pattern. No, I swear to God. And my wife, I, my wife would always either, like, in me, be me, like, honey, honey, babe, 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 come, come, come. There's the dude with the, with the back tattoo. And he rode around the neighborhood like he was just like, check out my tats. You don't have to take your shirt off, but he, he sported that tramp snap. This is amazing. Gross. The dude is probably in his forties. He probably has a personal dilemma, like in his head, going, "Man, should I get this removed or not?" No, I'm just gonna own it. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep it. I, I think I there's, did. A, there's an advantage to having a tattoo on your back. You don't have to see it every day. He probably forgets it's there. Honestly, no, you don't forget you have a tattoo. You don't? No. <laughs> I feel so bad for those people on spring break to get a tattoo. I feel so bad. I'm telling you, dude, that's Drunken a lot. Drunken mistakes, I guarantee you that. I feel that. so oh. bad on that one. And just Vegas. You go to Vegas and get a tattoo? Yes. I feel so bad for those people. Dude, that is a regret. I also, you want to talk about a regret? Oh, friends that get matching tattoos? <laughs> yes, yes. This is what I regret. love. Regret. <laughs> regret, because a lot of them end up not being friends five years later. Especially <laughs> right. the chicks. Yes. Well, hey, do you guys want to get a sore loser's tattoo? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, let's do it. You go first, and then I'll do it. No, we'd have to do it all no. together. Hey, I'm never going to get a tattoo, so no. Before we even made $1 on the show, we all decided to get a group tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Well, the show folded, we never made any money, and we got the tattoo. But we're going to be sore losers for the rest of our so lives. So now when I'm at the pool with my kid, it says losers on Dad, my side. what's sore losers mean? 
Dad, why does your side just say losers? Well, there's another guy on the show. I had him get sore, and I got losers. (laughs) That was uh, a thing called a podcast that we did a long time ago. And then then, then, it got a whole 6,000 listens a day. Congratulations. (laughs) We are big time. And the third guy on the show, his name's Lunchbox. We had him get podcast, so it said Sore Losers Podcast. (laughs) Now, if you put us all three together, it looks really cool. It looks awesome when we were all together. (laughs) That's funny. Would you let your kids, when they turn 18, get a tattoo? Yeah. Okay. Yes, because it's just freedom, you know, like it's what they want to do to their body. That's fine. It's not my call. But although my dad, would, I mean, he would threaten us like you're not getting a tattoo. Like, I'll kick you out of my house if you got a tattoo. And uh, my brother and my sister have tattoos. And I don't think my dad knows. Oh, delete that. Why like, would you say that on the I mean, he's got because he's this. old now. And my, I mean, we're all older. I don't think my my I don't think my siblings would care. And do parents do tattoo checks still? Like when you're well, and that's when I tell my, my brother and sister, I'm like, who cares? Like my brother, he'll walk out of the shower when we're at like Christmas time. We're all at the house. He walks Why out. Why the hell is he taking a shower at Christmas time? No, 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 because we all travel. We all travel to my parents' house. Oh, okay. And so we're all staying there. But like, you guys about to eat, and your brother's just getting out of the shower. No, no, no. Like in the morning, in the morning, say we're at the breakfast table, and he gets out of the shower. He always has a towel over his left shoulder. Like it's almost like he threw it over his shoulder, but it's to cover his stupid tattoo. Hey, brother, why don't you just wear the tattoo or the towel normally around your waist? No, no, no. You'll have the one around the waist and then one over the shoulder. And now, like, you know, they're gonna question why you have that towel every single time. Why do you wrap your towel like you're a chick and you got? Boobs. Because <laughs> I'm trying to hide that, that tattoo. That is so funny that they're sti- he's still scared of your dad. I don't think How it's old fear. Is your brother? It's more respect. Like, he doesn't want to piss my dad off. No, that's scared. He's Dude, scared. Dude, it's scared at times. I mean, these parents, people boss you around for 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still scared of your parents? Dude, my dad's 6'6". Six, six. No, no, that's wait, wait, not wait, the hey, question. Do your parents listen to this podcast? No. Can we talk about your situation the last time your parents came to visit? Yeah, I don't care. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Okay, tell tell a story. I don't know what story you're talking about. You had to act like you weren't living with your girlfriend. Oh, I just had to act like I wasn't living with my chick. So I, <laughs> How old are you? How old are you? 33. Okay, okay. So one of my buddies let me just have his room in his house, and so then I put up a diploma, had a couple shirts. <laughs> Wait, and then, you got your belongings, a couple ball caps, a, a, a cut-off a shirt, and then some pre-workout and put it in a room so it made it look like I lived there when I really just lived with my chick. Did you ever I, drive your parents by the house to yeah, look at your, I, your quote room? It was so quick. They were in town for a couple days and out. He had to. He had to show them where, where he, lived. he lived. Yeah. I I just do not understand as a 30, did you say 33? 33. 33. As a 33-year-old man being scared to tell your parents not you live scared, with your coach, girlfriend. It's just for 18 years you were boss. <laughs> right. Just, so almost, so listen, you've almost been out of their house for 18 years. Exactly. So. Coach, you, if, here's the thing. Parents have the choice of switching roles. So they can be parents their entire life, or when you're 18, 25, they can then be cool and be your friends. My parents just decided to always be parents. Okay. And so since they've decided to always be parents, Coach, I'm always going to be kind of like that. I totally get that. I, 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 <laughs> I see. That I understand too. that. <laughs> good explanation, That's coach. a good explanation because my parents, I guess, would be more I like would say friends. yours have transitioned to friends. Yes. Dude, my parents. You talk- curse around your parents' lunchbox. Like, I, Lunch you- is cooler around his dad than he is with around us. us. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Dad, yeah, go pee hey, yourself. Dad, go, hey, dad. <laughs> you son of a peep. <laughs> like, dad, right, come on. Dad, give me a peeping beer. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, we- see, if I said anything like that around my parents, they'd just be like, did, what did you say? Yeah, Still, you, and I'm 39 fearful? years old. You fearful? So, what are you scared, boy? What, what about these? What about <laughs> these professional the athletes? Do once they make it and they make all this money, do the parents expect them to take care of them? 100. percent Yeah, 100. percent No, but you talk about an immediate role reversal. The parent goes from in control to wow, the kid has all the money and now they have power, and the parents kind of like, eh, Ray, this is deep hey. because you look at it as control. Like so, 
there is a different kind of parenting style, like controlling parents yeah. and then parents that just kind of, I raise you and then good luck, good luck with life, right? Yes. So obviously, I think, Ray, you and I have parents that they're controlling. I mean, that was their role as parents. They control you. And you're right. As a parent, when your kid makes more money than you, doesn't need you anymore, doesn't need the house, doesn't need anything from you, it's frightening for the parent because you're like, oh, crap, I lost all control of my kids. You know that's happening all over sports. All these athletes every year get tons and tons of signing bonuses. Right, and so immediately do these parents think, right when, because these kids, Sam Darnold's 23, 24 years old, 22, whatever, they're real young, and they're millionaires. Do those parents immediately say, I'm retired, my kid's going to take care of me? They expect that? I don't know. No, they've ra- I get, a majority of the parents have raised these kids so well, they generously give them the money, everything just goes hunky-dory, but the parents probably can't control them that much because of the money. It's immediate power. Well, no, 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 they can't control them, no, because they're adults. That's, right. that's the, the, I don't understand you guys' mind frame. As what? an adult, your parents can't control right, you. I know, you I have know. your own mind. Yeah, right. you're right. It's, again, it's just the way your parents raised you. Like, if you grew up thinking that your parents controlled you, like my brother, he still puts the thing on his arm because, like, well, my parents, like, they're my parents. They'll get mad at me if I, if I have a tattoo. Like, it's that mentality. They scared him the whole, his whole life. So they're going to act yeah. that way. My question is, though, when you're Sam Darnold and your parents just, oh, he's probably full pits. I mean, all these guys are full ride, right? Scholarships for the most part. Absolutely. I was thinking, like, most of them are. If, if they're making it, they are full ride okay, scholarships. Well, maybe you're. I don't know. Maybe you were a late rounder and you weren't full. I don't know. But if your parents help pay for college, and then you sign this huge contract, yeah, you got to give you them just some give money. them like, here you go. Thank you for college. Thank you for it. it my depends. first car. <laughs> like it, most people are going to pay their parents back some way. That's why parents will do the gift. Here's your first car. Here's your college. But down the road, you're going to help them out. You're going to take care of them. Yeah. It's just understood. But then there's the situation sometimes where the parents exploit the kids. And take advantage of the kids. Those are rare, though. I think most parents just think they're so blessed like, that their like kids the, are in the NFL. They like could Ball never have imagined it. What's his name? No, they don't exploit him. Lonzo Ball? Le- LeVar Ball? LeVar Ball? Doesn't he exploit his kids? No, yeah. I mean, sure. What do you mean? But, he's like... But he's so supportive. He's He loves That's not kids. supportive. Supportive is, you know, giving your kid what he needs to succeed and then be there for him it with whatever he like needs. It. This guy this dad is holding all his kids hands and say follow me. I got you. This is what you need to do. I'll be right by your side on camera, not off camera. On camera I'll be by your side. I'm going to make you decisions for you. Trust me. We're a family. We stick together. We'll make these decisions. And oh, by the way, let's split it four ways. Give some to daddy. That's what he's doing. But he created big baller brands, so he's fine money-wise. And the kids signed their own contracts. But he wouldn't be able to create that without his kids. Right. Absolutely. So, so there sure, you go. I get it. What do you I, think, Lunch? LeVar Ball drives me nuts. Yeah. But at the same time, I see it as I wish all dads were as supportive of their kids. He's supportive, as he is. dude. He but believes, guys, but guys, but he believes in his kids 100% and he's backing them and he's putting them out there because without him, they wouldn't be as famous as they are and they wouldn't make as much money without him. Okay. So exactly. he is he is raising their platform. To get them more audience and get more eyes on them and get them more marketable. It may be annoying, but it works. Or else the TV cameras wouldn't be in front of him. The microphones wouldn't be in front of him. Okay, but here, here's here's my take on it. The only reason we think he's supporting them is because we see him supporting them. There are You're telling me that every parent to every NBA star or every athlete, pro athlete, that's not on camera next to you know Eli and Peyton or next to their kids, whatever, 
like they're not supporting their kids. I mean, yeah, I, I, Archie Manning supported them as much as Laval, whatever bar, ball, whatever his name is. Uh, there's just the, the difference is he's on camera all the time. That's why we think uh, he supports them more than any, any who, who, all these wait, parents. Wait, wait, hold on. No one said he supports them more than any parent. You said you there s- are some parents. You that- said you support they that he supports them, and that's what you like about it. Yeah, he and supports you, them. And you said that you wish that um, like. No, I didn't say I wish. Other parents would do. I'm saying he believes in their him them no matter oh, that's what. That's what it is. He believes so much in them, but you don't think every other parent? No, doesn't? not all of them. I mean, we can't speak for all of them, but I would say the majority of parents no, because are because a lot of these people support. Say, a lot of these people say they don't know their parents, or they don't know their dad, or they don't know their mom. And so, for the, him to be like, like it, okay, so this is a deeper conversation. Right, you, you're, what, you're talking about like poverty kids and like kids yes. that don't have parents. That's different. I'm not talking about them. Well, you just said any parent, and that's what I'm saying is it's good to see a father in the light in in their life. The, the the African-American community, a lot of the times the father's not there of these athletes. If you hear them talk and hear their stories, it's always their, their mom, their dad. They don't know their dad. Their dad wasn't there. LeBron James, his dad wasn't there until he was however old. And that's what I'm saying. So it's it's good to see him supporting his kids. Do I think he's made some bad decisions? Yes. The young the middle brother, he made him he quit UCLA and thought he was going to go pro, and he's terrible. And he's never he went and played in Lithuania for a couple games, and then thought he was going to get drafted by the NBA. He should have stayed in college. That was probably a bad decision by Lavar Ball, and he he probably as a 19 year old kid listened to his dad and probably a mistake. But I still think his dad supports him. He's annoying as crap. I think he's annoying, but I like the fact that he supports him. He drives them. He gets them out there. He gives them opportunity. I mean, okay. That, that's I'm, uh, that's just how I look at it. I, I find him. I mean, I didn't know you were taking it deeper. Like he is a uh, example of what dads should be, present dad. Yes, but again, we have to remember that anything we see is that we see it for a reason. Like that, the reason we think that he's a supportive dad and he's a great dad and he's an example that everyone should be is because he's there. Let's not forget all the great parents that are supporting all their kids right now and their athletes that are making long drives across the state or to other states, putting them in programs or uh, in on road teams when they're eight years old or 10 years old. There's so much commitment that parents have to do for kids that want to be pro athletes from, from the time that they start Little League, man. I mean, it's just constant, constant. And there are a lot of parents that don't ask for credit. Don't I don't know if they ever get paid back for that. And I'm not, I wouldn't even look thinking about the parents that weren't there. You're right about that. And I think that is cool that he does serve right, as an example for that. But there are a lot of parents out there that have that have sacrificed so much of their time to help their kids get to wh- where they are. Like I see Todd Frazier, you know, the, the, the third baseman. Yeah. I see him, and that dude was in Little League World Series. Like, he's just a baller. You know that his parents took him everywhere to get to where he is today sacrificed their lives. And I don't know if he has siblings, but some of the siblings have to sacrifice because this kid has future, all of that stuff. And none of his parents are getting credit for it. Like whatever is LeVar Ball is because he so they wants don't want to be the credit on camera. Though. So LeVar Ball wants to be on camera. Yeah. He wants to be famous. Yes. Okay. That's, 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 that's not, not, not no longer about your kids at that point. As a dad, I think that's stupid. He's building a business though. 
He wants to build Your a business. Your kids are going to build a business. No, no. He wanted the ball, big baller brand. He wanted to build a business. So what? how do you build a business? You get in front of the cameras and you get your name out there. That's what you do. And that's how he did it. And you may not agree with it. Right. Some parents don't want to be in the spotlight. They don't want to be in front of the camera. But, but he does. Okay. The Kardashians. The only problem. Well, that's another thing. I, that, that, I'm a, I have a problem with that too. I mean, the, the thing is, you, your kids are the sh- are the stars. Your kids are the athletes. Your kids are the talent. You want to be the businessman? Fine. Give them business advice. Run their business. You don't have to do a press conference. You don't have to be the the face of your children. Let them be children. You're not let it. Dude, it's crazy to watch some of those press conferences. Lunch. When it's him sitting next to their kid, his kid, and the kid's not saying anything, he's doing all the talking. That's the thing. Ridiculous. They're adults. If they want their dad to shut up, they can say, Dad, shut up. They don't know what to say because Dad's been talking nonstop. Well, grow a pair and tell your dad. If you want your dad to shut up, tell him to shut up. Lonzo Ball is an NBA player. An NBA player. Time to grow up. If you want your dad to shut up, tell him to shut up. If you're okay with it, then, hey. And I understand that they're not used to it. And it's hard to take a stand against your parents. It's probably weird. Like, ooh, I don't like this very much. And I wonder if he gets razzed in the locker room because yeah. his dad doesn't shut up. Maybe not to his face, but. But yes, I, I see what you're saying. But he, some parents can't let go of living through their kids because they think they should have made it. Yeah, well, that, I, I agree with that. And so they want to get all, they want to soak it up as much as they can. Yeah, that's probably bad. But who am I to say it's I mean, LeVar Ball's annoying in my opinion, but I do like the fact that he supports his son. Hey, you did pull an angle there that I didn't even think about. I mean, if he could serve as a good example for dads to be, like, then good. Yeah, dads should be a little more stand up and support their kids and be around. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, even yes. if their kid isn't good enough and you're going to pull him out of school and yes. tell him he's going to make the NBA and he's not going to make the NBA, hey, you may ruin his life, but you think you're doing what's best for your kid, then I guess I can't judge you, but... That's it. All right, I have a personal dilemma, and it kind of it kind of tra- it's a little transition into what we're talking about. Uh, my 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 five year old boy, my five year old son, junior junior, he's in a baseball league, so he's this is his second year playing baseball. Now uh, third third season, the first season that he played, it was t ball. Yeah, when uh, you put the ball in a t. Yes, and then the second season was coach pitch. And he got, and this is the same league. There's no different. It's just kind of, it's it's um, spring ball and fall ball. Yeah. So um, he transitioned from t-ball to coach pitch, and then now this season they're going back to three pitches, and if he misses them, he hits gets a hit off the tee. Okay. And I feel like that's backwards. I got a little frustrated because I'm like, my son's moving forward. He's used to coach pitch now. Like why? But how many are we... how many pitches did he get in coach pitch? He got five, and then he's out at five, and then you're out. You got to sit down. See, and I feel like it's backwards. I feel like, and I'm not arguing with the coach really because the coach he agrees. I mean, we all kind of agree, but the league is just feeling. I guess I don't know. It's the way the fall ball works, where it's like it's fall ball. It's not so serious anymore. Um, but I don't I don't understand. For me, as a parent that has a kid who's trying to get better, is I don't want him hitting off the tee again. I like I like the idea of him striking out and sitting down. He I mean, he didn't like it obviously, but what do you think? I mean, you have a son. He's just you know he's a he's a newborn. But what would you want for your kid? 
I mean, they're five. I think you're making a big deal of nothing. But I see him progress. Is my point right? And, so he and, should hit those three. One of those three. Right, and if he doesn't, he has to. He, has to, he hits off the tee. I, I don't think it's a big deal. Oh. I don't think this is going to stunt his growth as a baseball player. If he's going to make the major leagues, well, 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 relax. I'm talking about just him like playing. You know, I mean, I'd like for him to. He enjoys the sport. I don't care if he plays or not. He enjoys the sport. Right. That's so, what I'm saying. So, I just don't. So when I see him doing coach pitch, it's pretty impressive. At four years old, he was doing coach pitch and making contact with most of them. Like that's impressive. And it's still coach pitch. It still is. Yeah. It's just. And another thing that makes me upset is that there are kids, obviously, that aren't getting practice at home. And I'm not trying to win games with five-year-olds in the league. But, like, really, there are there are some kids that. So they should be sitting on the bench. Don't even know how to hold a bat. And I'm like, dads, like, come on. like LeVar Ball, where are you at? LeVar That's Ball, where saying. are you at? I'm just like, just at home. Do you think LeVar Ball's kids knew how to hold the bat? Shoot a basketball? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Think he was there coaching them? I have no problem with that. I'm talking about why are we going back to this? No, I'm just asking. I, I don't I'm want him saying, at the press you, you conference. Just, I want yes, teach him how to shoot a basketball. Yes, help him. Help him. Help your kids out. I get it. So but maybe some of these dads on the team don't know how to play baseball. They don't know how to they don't know how to hold a bat. They didn't play baseball as a kid. They weren't into sports. Well, it puts all of us other dads in a weird situation because the coach, the coach who doesn't get paid anything, he just volunteers to be a coach, has to coach these kids and teach them how to do things like hold a bat. Yeah. While all the other dads just sit on the bench, don't do anything. And even that coach, like two weeks ago, he was like, any dads out there like throwing the hint, like come out here and help. So did like, you go out there and help? I, I help every time. Okay. Yeah, I help every time. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't really make decisions for the team. But maybe they don't know how to. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they're not. They, they 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 don't watch baseball, so they can't help. They don't know what they're supposed to teach, so they just watch. Well, while your kids YouTubing on how to hold a bat, you should probably learn how to hold a bat too, and then you guys can figure it out together, <laughs> like something like so that. So you're you're parent shaming a little bit, okay? A little bit because I mean I'd I'd like for parents to be involved in in, in the team, like. I guess I was, and that's why they didn't sign up to coach, though, is because they didn't want well, to be a coach. Correct. I didn't sign up to coach either, but I do enjoy, you know, helping the team out and, and pitching in because in this league in fall ball, like this this uh, season right now, uh, all the dads could be on the field if they want. So I can stand next to my son and kind of you know coach him while the game's going on. So you have a problem? <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you have a problem with them going backwards on hitting? But you, you're okay with you now being able to stand in the field? Yeah, because they want to pick grass sometimes. The field's tricky in baseball with five-year-olds. But that's what I'm because saying. Because the attention span's not there. I understand, but it's funny how did you were you able to stand in the field in the spring? No. Okay, so you're okay with him going backwards in that degree, but you're not okay with it going it's backwards. It's not backwards. No, it is backwards. It's not. Yes, because you don't have to tell. You don't have to one. Right, you don't have to stand. You don't there. have to, but you have the option to. The fact is. In the spring, you didn't even have the option to. It was more like a real baseball game. Now that they're doing the hitting thing, you're like, man, I can't believe they were going to stunt my kid's growth in his baseball you know, dreams and him playing. I feel like it's a step backwards. But I'm excited. I get to stand out in the field and talk to him and tell him to be paying attention. So it's kind of a— I just don't want the T to be an option. I understand. I, I, don't, I don't want uh, the tee to be an option in his game. Like that's you it. You got to give and take. If you're okay with stepping back in one direction with the T, then you standing in the field is also a step back. 
Okay. That's just my opinion. I think. No, no, that's great. I mean, well, that's why we have this show. You can have your opinion. Yeah, and my opinion is usually I right. I struggle with it. Not really. Yeah, that's why. Everybody... Do you have anything you'd like to take back? By the way. No, I don't have anything I'd like to take. Anything back. that you've said, because I do. Okay. I'm in past podcasts. I talk about um, deodorants and antiperspirants and uh, and just regular deodorants. I said that only antiperspirants have um, the white chalky stuff. I was wrong. Apparently, there's some new technology where they have antiperspirant gels. Got it. Okay. Sorry, I was wrong. Good thing about our Twitter, dude. People just tell us when we're, when we're wrong. No, that's great. Sore Loser Show on Twitter, and people tell me when I'm right, too, and I'm right all of the time. I'm right about everything we talked about today. Matthew Stafford, get rid of him. Time to move on. You have some dude talking to you about the, the Georgia Bulldogs. Like, what's that about? Oh, he kept saying, you don't ever mention Georgia. You don't ever mention Georgia. And then I put them on upset alert this weekend. And they came out and waxed South Carolina. And I said they proved they're one of the three teams right now that I think are just head and shoulders above everybody else in college football. They've just. So you've changed your mind on that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I thought they were good. I thought yeah. they were good. I just didn't realize they were that good. I thought there would be a little drop off from last year, losing their running backs, but and some guys off their defense. And they just they took it to them. So they're, 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 they're the cream of the crop, them, Alabama, and Ohio State. And I think Oklahoma's really good, too. But now that they lost their running back for the year, we'll see. But that's it. I don't know. We're out. We didn't, All right, man. We did just we, kind of did, rambled today. Did we lose Ray? Yeah, he got kind of disinterested in the, the parent talk and the LeVar ball. And he had some work to do, I think, or something. And he's, I don't know. He's MIA. He just kind of ran out of here. And we, we rambled on for a long time. I don't know if people like that. We just kind of rambled. Well, what I've, what I've heard is that people don't really hang out after 30 minutes. Well, you talked to two people, you told me, in yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, and so yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't base my – on two people, I'm not going to base my decision. Well, only five people listen to this thing. So. Well, that's what I'm saying, but that's not even 50%. <laughs> so I'm not going to listen to only two of the five. Yeah, okay, all right. You know what I mean? I well, need more than 50%. I don't know how you listen to podcasts, but I, from these two people that I talked to, they said they listen commutes. Right. So on the way to work or on the way home, usually about 20 minutes, they said, so they don't get to finish it. I think it's unfortunate. That's not, my, that's not my problem. It's not my problem I, liked, I like to ramble and I like to talk. So if, it, if you don't listen for Boy, more than 30 dude, minutes, you're missing. You love to talk. Yeah. All right. God, we'll see you tomorrow. Sore Loser Show on Twitter. Go uh, subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. And rate, rate us. us. And uh, rate us and hate us. Yeah. Way. Oh, and all you guys that survived uh, the Eliminator Survivor Pool, go back and don't forget your picks. There were about 20 people that didn't make picks last time, so don't be that person. Yeah. And we'll see you tomorrow. All right. See you guys. Ah. Ah.